0: to the keep the faith podcast i am your host tori and you guys gotta excuse the few minutes we have little technical difficulties but nonetheless we are here and my special guest today is miss latoya denise and let me tell you something i've been trying to get Toya on my podcast for about what six months <laughs> so finally she's here and today we're going to with nothing is scripted just like I always do. I never script anything. I never know what I'm going to ask my guests. We just like to go with the flow of the conversation. So because of who she is authentically, I chose the title this particular podcast, taking the mask off, being who you are authentically. And before we get into the podcast, Toya, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh my
1: goodness. Um, I am originally, my name is Latoya Hicks. I'm from small town of Timminsville. Not very big. Um, I don't claim to be more than I am. Um, everybody has a story, but just not my story. Um, I'm fun loving. I'm straight to the point. I'm honest. I'm very transparent. And, um, hopefully somebody will, uh, get something from this podcast on this evening because my stomach hurts bad you know <laughs> if you know me then you know things like this my stomach hurt I get nervous but I'm very transparent so I just want this to be all
0: mask off for real yes so let me tell you something <laughs> every time I have been um going to Strong Tower for I want to say I started going to Strong Tower in 2018 mm-hmm. And from the time I walked into, because I remember um, Brittany in, um, invited me to church. And when she initially invited me to church, it took me probably two to three months before I actually went. Okay. But once I went to Strong Tower, as you can see, y'all can't get rid of me, right? But here's the thing. When I walked into church, every time you would sing or if you just talking, speaking your truth, I wouldn't all I wouldn't. I'm never the same. So whenever you speak or whenever you sing, I'm gonna tell you right now, I don't remain the same. I always leave the building in tears. So I told you prior to us going live, right? That we're going to Be raw, uncut, be real, whatever you want to share. Because, I mean, like you said, we all have a story to share. So whatever you feel comfortable sharing with, um, sharing with anyone, what is actually on your heart? Because I remember, I want to say a couple (laughs) months ago, you remember you did a live and it was called um, Breathing Through Your Pain. Breathing Through the Pain. And some people don't know a lot of things that you've been through. And like I said, you've yeah. been through so much. Oh. <laughs> so if you want to touch on, and and one thing I did not know until I was watching one of your lives was I did not know that you lost your mom. Yeah.
1: I lost I my didn't. mom when I was 21. And um, I didn't know that. I was 21. I lost my mom too. Uh, my mom had lupus. She She battled lupus, but my mom died at the age of 36. Wow. massive heart attack and um, for a long time anxiety set in with me because I didn't know if I was going to live past 36, but I'm 38. Thank God. Um, but my mom died at 36 from lupus. So at 21, I dealt with that. But prior even to losing my mom, I had already became a teen mom. I was a twe- teen mom twice already by the time I was 21. Wow. So I had my first child, eleven, my 11th grade year, I was 17. And then 16 months later, I had my daughter. Wow. I still graduated high school. Yeah. You know, I still did things that I was counted out of, but it still was uh hard. It was hard. And then losing my mom on top of that a couple years later. Yeah. And so um, and as you were talking about that that lie with breathing through the pain, it it made me go back and look at some things and uh decisions that I made, decisions that other people made for me, or just plain life you know a lot of times we get upset about things that we have to go through but I had to go through them to make who make me who I am now yes um so if I had to to start somewhere today and it's crazy because I was talking to one of my sisters where well, she texted me this morning and it was literally talking about still trying to heal literally healing and it's a lot of things that we have to heal from but if we don't acknowledge them we can't even start and so, out of everything in life that I've had to encounter into and in, endure, I think the the most painful thing that I'm still trying to heal heal from is the loss of my husband in 2019, and that mm-hmm. is the truth. Wow, that
0: but, is the truth. and looking at you, you would never know that, right? Like when I see you, whenever, whenever I look at you, I see resilience. I see strength. And like, I want to say back in March, you remember I was telling mm-hmm. you about the service that you did when you sung that day and you were talking about the complex you have in regards to your your skin complexion. Yeah. Like it's one thing you can tell, you know, people can tell you, cause I deal with this, like your insecurities. People can tell you you're beautiful. Like right. with my hair, I, I wear, you know, everybody knows me, I like with wear my wigs, but it's like, Tori, you have beautiful hair. I, I'm lazy like that. But you, if you don't believe it yourself, then that's something that you have to deal with. And just like I was telling Jamil prior to going live, like my my wigs for me, I can't speak for everyone, but it's like that's like a mask for me. Mm -hmm. And like if someone tells me, "Well, Tori, take out the wig," I'm just like, "No, it's like right, it's like a a way for me to mask my true identity. Sometimes I don't want people." I'm one of those people that I don't like people to see me. But one thing I love about you and like that Sunday, when you said that, I would have never thought that because (laughs) you exude confidence. When you when you walk into a room, wow, you demand attention.
1: And uh, you know, I've heard that so many times, but you have no idea how uncomfortable I am or I have been when I walked in a room and people have looked at me because I I just want to blend in with everybody else. I want to blend in. But for whatever reason, I stand out, you know, and so I had to be OK with that. But for a long time, I struggled with being dark. I struggle with the deepness of my voice, the rasp of my voice. I struggle with the one thing that I've always loved about myself. And I can say this because I can say so many things wrong. But the one thing that I've always loved has been my smile. Wow. That, that and that's it. Like I love my smile. Yeah. But I don't it's not all the time. So it's not like I walk in the room and I'm just smiling. Yeah. You know, sometimes they call it the resting B face. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not that person, but um I've had to fight so long to I give off the persona of when you come, please come correct. Right. But at some point you have to stop yeah. that but if I had to choose the one thing, I love my smile, but there's so many other things that I fought with and, you know, my complexion. And so I know what it's like to be the little black girl or you're pretty for a black girl. I hate that statement. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I heard it a lot. So, so, okay. If, if I, well, what is that? The only thing that makes me pretty. So you dealt with that for a long time. So now I got a defense mechanism. I got a defense mechanism about you saying that. Well, well, if that's
0: why you think I'm pretty, then I'll show you something else type thing. So I right. had to deal with that for a long time. Right. Now, you mentioned that <laughs> um, one of the things that you're still healing from is the loss of your husband. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't once when I started uh, attending Strong Time, I didn't get a chance to get to know him. Now, I just saw him as his gentle. <laughs> the, the, the times that I did see him, right. he just appeared to me like a gentle giant. Really? Honestly. And that and
1: that people that knew him, mm-hmm. Jeff, a.k.a. Rolling Stone, Mr. Youngblood, yes. that's who he was. Like mm-hmm. he literally um came into my life at a time when um I didn't know I didn't know that real men still existed. I always thought that men were out for something. Like you you wanted something. So you're gonna give me something, I gotta give you something. So now it's a give and take type thing. So I went into the relationship with that mentality. Like he came in with doing what he did for me day one. He did until the time he left this earth. So he showed, he showed, he treated you like the queen that you absolutely. are. Absolutely. He set a standard that I refuse to compromise for anymore. And so th- that, that in, even in the pain, I explained it like this. I told somebody before, imagine going to God, you praying to God that God, this is the relationship I want. This is how I want it. This is how I want my children to be raised. This is where I want to live. All of this things, everything came into play and then everything got snatched away. Right. And so I had to literally say, okay, God, why would you give me all of that that I pray for and then take it away from me? And then in the same breath, I had to say, God, it ain't none of my business. You must have greater for me. Right. So even in my pain, I have to trust God still. I still have to witness to people and I still have to go through the process. And even though people see you moving on, making this decision, doing this or whatever, that doesn't mean that I'm still not healing. It doesn't mean that I'm still not hurting. Right. You know, only my inner circle or my leadership or my prayer partners that know that there's days when they have to call me. And they literally had to give me word and they literally had to get me out of the bed because I still have those days.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, <clears throat> since you were talking about, um, Jeff, um, how, when a lot of people, um, cause I think you mentioned this in one of your lives, a lot of people judge you because they felt like after mm-hmm. his death, prior, after him leaving mm-hmm. this earth that you moved on too fast. hmm So please
1: let's talk about that because people always got something to say about something they have no idea about. The Bible clearly says that to be to once a person passed away, we'll say this. Let's go this. When a person passes away, it says to death do us part. Mm -hmm. Death did us part. Yes. Death did us part. So if I had got married the next hour, there was no wrong no fault. If before the coroner had picked him up and I had gotten married, there was no fault. Who could tell me that I was wrong? Nobody. Because I we lived out our vows. People want to put their spin on how you're supposed to do things when you didn't walk in my shoes. So you don't know what was going on. And even in that, even Jeff passed, I remarried. Even in that, that was all still a part of mourning. And people, whether they believe it or not, it's still a part of mourning. And I'm still having to heal from that because that didn't even last. (laughs) This is new to me. (laughs) You know, that didn't even last, you know. And and I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed about it. It was something that I had to go through, Mm -hmm. something that I'm going through. And I'm okay with it because at the end of the day, when everybody else leaves, God is still there.
0: He's still there. So you would say that you're still in the process of, of course, still healing. Absolutely. And then you got to heal from now. I done added something else on top. Wow. Yep. How do, and how do you do it? Because like I said, this is new to me. Because I, You know, I see you every Sunday at church. Right. And, like you, and like you're going to see me. And like, <laughs> like I told you, I'm one of those people. I mind my business. Right. And I did not know. Yeah. It's, you know, some people are nosy. -hmm. And then some people are
1: genuinely care Mm -hmm. about your well being, but I don't owe an explanation to anybody. You don't? I don't owe an explanation to a soul. I truly trust God with everything concerning me. And so, even in this, even in my anger, even in my pain, even in all of that, I still have to say, okay, Toya, you made this decision. Now, on top of everything else you got going on, you're going to have to deal with this process the good, the bad, the ugly, indifferent. But I'm not going to move. If death couldn't move me (laughs) out of serving God, divorce show ain't going to move me. Right. People talking definitely won't move me. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And for the people that know me, they know I ain't going nowhere. I'm not going anywhere. No. Mm -hmm. I'm not going anywhere. And I'll be the first to tell you that if he'll do it for me, he'll do it for anybody. Right. And I still
0: desire to be a wife again and see that's the thing that's the beauty of it because a lot of people when they go through divorce or breakup they they become bitter and you can allow yourself to to be bitter because you have to this is this is what i tell myself i often tell myself that when i i desire see i've never been married but i have the desire to be married Mm -hmm. but i tell myself often that if a person is sent by God, then they will see my value. Mm-hmm. But if they're not sent by God, they're not going to see my value. And I've met a lot of people, encountered a lot of, you know, met a lot of people that right. they didn't see my words. So I say, I feel like they was not sent by God. Right. So I truly believe that if somebody is authentically who God sent, then they will see your value. Absolutely. They will not take mm-hmm. advantage of you and they will see your word Absolutely. and they not will bring out the did, best in you.
1: Not only see that or whatever, they'll be patient.
0: Right. Because at the
1: end of the day, there's no perfect person. So I'm flawed. Still, so at the end of the day, I don't even know what people know. My first marriage was not Jeff.
0: <laughs> really, <told> you? No, <laughs> I, I didn't know that. I, I
1: married in 20, 2009. I married when I was in, living in Texas and I divorced due to domestic violence. Wow. I'm literally, when I say I'm talking now, I'm not talking about he pushed me, I pushed him tight. I'm talking about locked in a room for two and a half hours, beaten with a loaded gun. What? Yes. While my kids stood on the other side of the door and cried and screamed and yelled and could not get to me. And still to this day, I talk to this man because I have his child and all is forgiven. And I pray that God heals his soul from the very core. I'm trying not to cry. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> yeah. But people don't know that. They yeah. talk about what they think they know, but they have no idea what I've survived. Because I don't walk around with a chip on my shoulder. You know, yeah, it it happened. It was horrible. I don't play when people say I love you to death, or, you know, guys and girls fighting and this in this jealousy thing. I don't take that lightly. I don't take it lightly. Because one time is one time too many, you know, and so to experience that firsthand, I don't take it lightly. If somebody lies about domestic violence, somebody lies about because men and women can be can be violated. Men get beat up just as bad as women do. Mm-hmm. But women feel because we're women. He's a punk. No, you have no right putting your hands on him. He has no right. put. if it gets to that point and that should not be. But yeah, I survived that. And how long ago was that? Um, my daughter was born in 2010. That, I 2012. And how long
0: did you stay in that relationship
1: before um, you got out? Uh, the physical abuse only happened that one time. That okay. one time. Mm-hmm. But it was emotional and mental. Um, the daily, the daily reminders of, first of all, I'm away from home because mm-hmm. I'm from South Carolina, but I'm living in Texas. So I'm away from home. Then the daily reminder of, well, you got kids, nobody's going to want you, Um, is back to, oh, you the black girl. Your body, all right, but who going to want you? You know, that type of thing, things that I would, intimate things that you share with somebody that they now are using against you. Right. So that made me stuck. And then when I did get the power to say, this is enough, I don't have to take this, then it became physical. But not just physical to where well, I'm a stranger. Physical if if I could kill you, I would.
0: So did he ever make a were there any signs? Did he ever make a comment like, you know how some men may say No. So it was like totally off it caught you off guard. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: that's the worst. And yeah. I'm a fighter. Yeah. So so he even caught me off guard. Cause I'm a fighter. Right. <laughs> oh my God. You know, so but that's what like it's. I just don't take lightly to that. like, And that's for men or women. If it has to get to that point, be done. Right. Be done and be okay with being done.
0: Right. And how long after that relationship, how long did you allow yourself to heal from that relationship? I didn't. I went through a phase of partying and
1: drinking and everything. I just, I, I wanted to be free, but I didn't know how to be free. Mm-hmm. So I was free out of a marriage. But I was still in bondage in my mind.
0: And that's the, that's the, that's the, oh my God, the bondage of your mind. Yep. That's the deepest kind of bondage. Because that everything came. that he
1: told me that I wasn't, mm-hmm. that I couldn't do, I had to show him I could. Right. Even though he wasn't even there to
0: see it. Wow. And then, and around that time when you were going through the process of the partner and stuff, did you, what type of people do you have around you? Because you know, it's very important to have the right people around you because there are some people that can be around you. Mm-hmm. And they're, instead of them trying to bring you out, mm-hmm. they encourage you to do the things that you shouldn't be doing. Um, Honestly,
1: at that time, I was with people who were literally probably in the same situation. Mm-hmm. We were all just trying to escape. Wow. Um, It wasn't until I ran into a male friend. And I mean, a male friend who literally said, listen, none of this you doing is attractive. Wow. What you have on is not attractive. How you look is not attractive. And I don't want to see you back out here like this. Wow, those was his words to me.
0: Wow, and I hope you still talk to this person to this I day. I absolutely do. Okay, absolutely. You need, do. You need people like that yeah. in your life.
1: But that those was his words, and he he was just serious about it. And everything in his face said disgust.
0: Wow, wow. And how long have you known him? All my life. Really? All my life. Let me ask you this. Now, this is totally off the of script. It's totally <laughs> off off the subject. But that particular person, mm-hmm. that particular that wouldn't be somebody you consider today. <laughs> No, Mm-mm-mm. because you know some of those friends be the best, you yeah. know, in some cases, but no, Mm-mm. he's not Mm-mm. even <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just thought I, I just thought I would ask. Because <laughs> I have some good male friends, but I'm the same way. I'm like, yeah, no, we no. can't cross that line. But that is wonderful that yeah. he would be open and honest Absolutely. with you like that. And he did in the club. Are you serious? I was in the club. <laughs> I
1: was in the club, I was drunk, and literally, like li- those was his words to me. Wow.
0: And my my entire night was done. <laughs> wow. And you need those type of people yeah. in your life. Now, fast forward to that when you were getting out, of when he told you that, how long did it take you to like because, you know, people can tell us something, mm-hmm. but we may not listen to it at that time. Mm-hmm. Did you do an immediate change mm-hmm. or it was like a over time? It, it took it took a while. It took
1: okay. a long time because it was it was a point where. I would get it together for a long time. And then I felt left out. Right. You know how you're getting yourself together and mm-hmm. uh, now you're not being invited and now you see people doing things. And so now you want to be back in. So I felt left out because I've always felt left out.
0: Well, like I said, like I said, you stand out. But so, to me, I
1: always felt left out. Really? It, yeah. I always felt left out. Like, and I felt like, like if I, won something or if I was a part of something then I had to dummy myself down for the
0: people around so they would be okay with the fact that I was chosen. Right. But like I said you stand out like because like I said when I first met you I didn't even know you then but you know how you see people from afar mm-hmm. you've always been the person to stand out. I'm like who, who is that? And I even had somebody who is that? I said I haven't met her yet but I think her name is Toya. <laughs> Cause you, cause you stand out. You, you make a, I mean, it's like you, people take notice. I'm fun. I think I'm fun. Listen, (laughs) that tea. Yes. (laughs) I think I'm fun, but I think,
1: I think people got to get to know me. Yeah. You know, and um, I like the clown. I like to have fun, but I also want to be around people that I can tell you the truth. You should be able to tell me the truth. I should be able to tell you the truth. Even if you get upset with me, For the moment, it shouldn't stop you from texting me later on or calling me, you know, but I like to have fun,
0: but I I always want the truth. I don't ever want to live a lie. Right. And that's what I always noticed about you. I've always felt like you are being who you truly are unapologetically. That's why that Sunday when you said what you said about having a, having a complex about you, I I wouldn't, I would not think that because you have your heels on, your hair, your hair may be blonde one week. Maybe blackness, week. Maybe the the natural cut one week. But at but you're out. But you always walk yeah. with confidence. So that Sunday, I was like, "What, Toya? What?" No, I I was totally caught off guard. Totally I caught know. off guard because, like I said, you demand attention when you walk into a room. Wow. So the other thing I wanted to ask: when once your once your male friend told you about mm-hmm. yourself, mm-hmm. and it took that process. What, what? There was that process of years, months. It was years. And it probably went back and forth, right? It it did go back and forth. Um, And it's crazy because
1: even in in that, I had kids. And you would think, like, you would want to do right for kids or whatever. But I was so in bondage and so hurt to, if it wasn't for the people that I had around my kids that loved them and guarded them, they probably would have been bad off. Right. Because I just couldn't see. But then I had to, you know, him saying that and then having to go back and sit and and deal with everything. I had to realize I had daddy issues. My mama died. People that said that they would be there were no longer. I had them been used, abused. I made decisions. You know, it was all this stuff or whatever that we really don't want to put in a plate, but you have to. So I think um, when I was 30, I remember this night. Tori, I was so drunk. They carried me out of club. Wow. I woke up um, at my godmother's house still in shock because I didn't even know who I was laying beside. That's how drunk I was. And I woke up to my godmother laying beside me. Thank God. And um, that was probably like the last night when I I said, you know something, I I can't do this no more.
0: Right. And I was 30. That's what? Eight years ago. Wow. And your children were, I'm trying to think, it. you know, my math is off. So your children were what age at that time? Child, listen, <laughs> just know, they, they, they 20,
1: 19, 15, and 10 now. Okay, okay. So, you know, yeah. so, and I was still out here, you know, trying to get all this stuff together, raise yeah. kids. You and know?
0: they're watching you because, you know, children are sponges. They watch everything that we do. They are. My 10-year-old just told me maybe
1: couple months ago, she asked me something and I didn't have the answer. And she said, I thought mommies had the answer to everything.
0: Wow. So I had
1: to explain to her that we don't have all the
0: answers. Now, mm-hmm. we make it do what we do. Yeah. And we're yeah. learning as we go along. We learn it, but we don't have all the answers. We don't. Yeah. We definitely don't. We definitely don't. Now, what advice um, would you give to someone that is out there that, like you said, When you when and I'm just going all over the place. I'm going different subject subject. But like when you lost Jeff Mm -hmm. and you made a decision to, um, get in another marriage. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give to someone? Because like a lot of times, like you said, it's a process. Mm -hmm. It's part of the mourning process. Mm -hmm. And because I know for me, I isolate a lot. Mm -hmm. So if I if and I haven't been, a, I haven't been in a relationship. Uh, I don't even want to say how long <laughs> it's been, but it's been a long time. But how was that process like since you was in that mourning process? Was it something about him that just swept you off your feet? Or like what would make you because, like I um, said, everybody's gonna judge you for whatever, but my thing is people mm-hmm. grieve differently. Absolutely, everybody grieves differently. So it could have been something he did, something he said that make that, you know, um, it was the persona of what I thought it was. Oh,
1: OK. You know, um, and not and not to knock him, you know, he he a good man, but he's not good for me. Right. You know, and the persona of what it is, of what it was, um, because I don't know about every woman, but me and being who I am right now, I want somebody that can worship with me. Somebody that can pray with me, those type of things. But I can tell you this. If you start a relationship wrong, it's going to end wrong.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> I if know that you for start it
1: wrong, you end wrong. You can make, try to make it look right all you want to. But if it starts wrong, it's going to end wrong. Absolutely. And I I accept everything that comes with it. I accept every every part of this process. I do. But I will tell people, like, literally, take your time. And truly, truly, hear from God, and God, He don't always give you a yes, and it's not always
0: now. So, now this is the other questions. I'm like, I said, I'm all over the place. When one thing I noticed too about you, like your hair could be black today, <laughs> it might be blonde tomorrow. Is this part of? Because like I told y'all, <laughs> me doing wigs is part is a is is like a coping mechanism for me. Mm-hmm if if i I do it to hide from my true identity sometimes i just feel i like to like you say you don't you didn't feel included Mm -hmm. me it's okay that i'm not invited okay it's okay that i be by myself Mm -hmm. i don't need to be around a crowd of people so when you change your looks is that part of your healing process as well no
1: No. i've always been into oh you just like to be different Always. Okay. I've always been into hair, clothes, shoes. Always been my thing. Like, I'm going to wear what I like. And I don't care if nobody else don't (laughs) like it. So, next week, if you see me with lime green hair, I like it. Right. You don't have to like it. I like it. And I've always been like that. My mom gave me the option. I think I was going into my freshman year of high school to say, because I was the tomboy, I always wore the pants, the shorts, the sneakers, and because I was in sports and stuff. So, she said, well, listen. You can do whatever to your hair. I just need you to be in at least a dress one week, one, one day out tumble. of the week. You don't really see me in dress, do you? Because <laughs> I don't know how to sit. <laughs> but once I, I cut my hair that very first time, mm-hmm. I ain't looked back since because it's hair. Yeah. And then I got into color and I started trying different things. And so it, it made me excited. Like I love clothes. I love hair. I love color. I love shoes. That has nothing to do with what I'm going through. Don't ever, they better not ever judge me about <laughs> what, what I'm going through based on my hair and that because they'll be confused.
0: <laughs> well, listen, um, and the other thing I was going to ask as well like going through the process, um, of your upcoming say the word you, you, you count down the days of August <laughs> divorce. <laughs> I didn't even know yeah. and like I said that's just how bad that's just how I mind my business I didn't know it's okay I didn't know because I mean you always smile I never see you down if you if you're down or going through like I said that like I keep going back to that Sunday I was not prepared for that and it's like when I was in the booth that day and when you were saying what you, I could relate so much. Mm-hmm. And I just I was just in there, just just in, just ball up crying. And I was like, oh, my God, I was not nosing. Oh, oh, my God. Ugly cry. I was like, oh, God, no. But I I appreciate you being transparent, Absolutely. which I've always noticed about you always being transparent. And like I said, I will always get nervous even before I became an official member. I would um, every time I would go to church and you were saying, I was like, oh, God, I'm a cry today. I'm a cry today. And it's like, when I first, I said something to you one Sunday and I ain't gonna lie, I was a little scared of you. You you, I, you didn't, you, you scared me. Why? Listen, because I felt like, like, Tori, why are you in my face? Why, you know, no. yeah, I was scared. Don't I was scared. be. I was because, scared. But you know something,
1: I honestly, and this is, I give credit to, first of all, Strong Tower, but I give credit to Prophetess Angela Goodson because when I met her, when I met her, she told me, I don't see you where you are. I see you where you're going. Mm-hmm. But anytime I talked to her, she looked me in my face and she listened to everything I said. So usually when people come to me, I try to stop whatever I'm doing, mm-hmm. look you in your face yeah. to listen. to, So I don't miss anything because I don't want you to feel like you came to me and I, I dropped the ball or I didn't really listen. Or I say, well, how are you doing? But I really don't care. No, I care. If I ask you how you're doing, I care. And I want you to tell me. And if you got to scream and holler, I'm going to stand there until you're done.
0: Right, right. You
1: know, I'm going to stand there because somebody did it for me. Somebody did it for me. They allowed me to get it out. Because had I not had those moments where I can get it out, somebody could have been visiting the graveyard or me in prison because my anger was just that bad. I was angry. I was angry at um, I was angry at my dad, I was angry at my mom for dying. I was angry at God, I was angry at old boyfriends, I was angry at families. I was angry at myself, you know, everything I looked at everything like why, why? what's the purpose? you know but so I try to give people that same you know that same respect that it was given to me that lay it all out. I got you. I'm not going to drop you intentionally. Right. And if I do drop you, let me apologize and let me help put this thing back together. Right. Cuz I know what it's what it feels like to be dropped mm-hmm. by people who say they wouldn't drop you.
0: Right. People will tell you that they're going to be there and, and they're not there.
1: They they use that love word so loosely.
0: Right. They they use it loosely. Like I they I don't understand it. And one thing about me, I am learning that I expect me the, I expect Tory from other people, and I have to understand that people are not going to yep. be like something that I would never do to a person. They will do it to me, absolutely. And I expect them not to. But it's like I I see the I'm gonna tell and I think that's one of my downfalls that I try to see the best in everyone. No, not a downfall. That's just who you are,
1: but you just have to be okay when they don't turn yeah. out that way. I think you
0: that's know? what I struggle with when yeah. they, when it's when it's not that when they not who i expect them to be i'm disappointed and i'll shut myself off and cut everybody off instead of just yeah you can't do that you can't (laughs) be cutting
1: you can't do that
0: yeah so and the other thing that um that i love about you is that i feel as though that you bring out the best in people i don't even know if you realize it I don't even realize you know the impact, cause like, like especially with you and um, Sister Dolores and Tanya, Miss Tanya Ville. Like sometimes, like those days, y'all may say y'all may call me out by name, and I may be having a bad day oh, wow. at that, that particular day, and when y'all call me out, I just you know I perk up. I'm like Tori, snap out of this. Right. You can't you can't walk around right. in darkness. You're too blessed. You got too yeah. much going for yourself. But it's like sometimes it takes the strength of you guys. You know, to get me, because, like, I may appear sometimes that I have it together, but it may take something that you say. It may take a song or something that you sang or Miss Tanya, and that gets me through. Right. Y'all just don't know the impact. This is like, I don't even know if I even mentioned it, but I'm going to say this on the live. This is the first time I've actually been a part of a church where I oh, wow. love going to, like, I feel like I, feel like I belong. belong. And I don't mind working. Wow. Um, and but what I'm struggling with, though, to be honest, is the how you guys genuinely love, cause you ain't not used to it. I'm not, and I've been. I was
1: the same way. I'm not. I'm not because I just knew. I said it's too many women. Somebody (laughs) is bound to say something, and it's gonna be a mess. I ain't gonna be here long. Yeah, cause but to experience love like this, like. (laughs) Is <laughs> the love is so real that on my kids' information at the school, I don't have family members, right? On my kids' information from school is somebody from the church, right? No lie, mm-hmm. like literally. If you can call my kids right now, if something go wrong, somebody one of the kids gonna say, Miss DD. Or they're going to say prophetess yeah. or pastor or que- they're going to say somebody. These are the people that I have because doesn't mean that I don't love my family. doesn't mean that I don't care for my family. But I also know who showed me who they were when I really needed it.
0: Mm, that's a word. If
1: I go back to when Jeff passed, I can remember every strong tower face that showed up. And I ain't talking about they waited till I got home. I'm talking about when I walk out the back of that hospital, who was standing there. Before, How about this? Before I even got to my house to see the ambulance there, there was a fleet of cars. Wow. A fleet of cars that met me at the hospital.
0: Wow. And you know, a lot of times it's not about the blood. <laughs> Loyalty Absolutely. doesn't mean you connected by blood. Absolutely. And a lot of times the ones that you're not connected to by blood will be there before you. Absolutely. And, and so that I take,
1: I take to heart my people from strong Tower, And that's including you. Like when I say there is nobody can come to me and say anything about you and don't get read, right? Oh God. <laughs> and I mean it because what you, what you about to say, like you, you're going to have to adjust what you about to say right. because I may not like it and you're going to know that I don't like it. Wow. And I'm, and I'm like that. You know, and I'm i nice. they may say, Well, why call your pastor and your prophets? They know me. <laughs> <laughs> they know me, they already know what it's gonna be or whatever. And right. yeah, I may get in trouble right. and I'm okay with it. Yeah, but you're gonna know what not to say and who not to say it to. Right. But I genuinely love my people. Right. I don't care if you don't speak to me today. <laughs> I still love you because you're a right. part, you're a part of this ministry, you're a part of you're my sister. Um, you're my brother.
0: And if it's that serious, then guess what? Well, let me call someone. We need to we need to talk about this. Right. And I ask this question a lot. I think I've asked previous guests, but what does when you think of the word um forgiveness, how deep and what exactly does forgiveness mean to you Oof. with everything that you've been through?
1: Forgiveness, uh oh, I'm gonna say having to give up self. Because a lot of times, in my experience, I didn't want to forgive because I was still hurt. It hurt me just that much to me forgiving you felt like saying it was okay what you did. Right. But forgiveness is none of my business. Has nothing to do with me. Right. But if I don't forgive, then I'm stuck and you moving. And I'm still stuck on what you said, what you did, what you didn't do. You know, um, I think it was a saying one time that you have to forgive people who are are never going to apologize. You have to forgive people who don't see that they've done anything wrong. And the old me would say no. Right. You know, but now I'm like, listen, I forgive you. I don't like it. It -hmm. did hurt. Mm-hmm. i was bothered by it but i can't stay here right because if i stay here then i'm missing out on what what's next
0: right and that's a that's what a lot of us do we get stuck in the unforgiveness because i'm i have been guilty yeah. of that and like i said i'm in a good place now <laughs> where i have got you know i'm in thing but there's something i'm not gonna lie i am be transparent as well there's some situation that may trigger me and it will take me back mm-hmm. to what you did yeah but I have to realize I can't stay there, right? Because I feel like you hurt me deep, and it feels like you just live in your best life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I have those moments, yeah. And so I have to shake it off and tell myself, you know, Tori, just get up, right? And it's like, and another thing that I was, I think I was telling you prior to going on um, air, I like to be there. I like to be that person that people can go to; they can talk to me. But I'm learning that. I carry their stuff and I don't, I haven't mastered how not to carry people's stuff right. because I have to monitor like different people that I'm around. Cause mm-hmm. I can feel their spirit yeah. and it's like, if it's not right and it's like, if people share certain things with me, I'm carrying their stuff. You'd be and drained. Just, yeah. And just like minister best said yesterday, you're not God. You can't give yourself to everybody. Everybody. I had to learn, literally learn, and I say this often. I had to learn that I can't accept every phone. Like I, yeah. Like I told you, I keep now. I have my phone <laughs> on do not disturb or airplane mode. Yeah. Because you cannot answer every call. You cannot solve every problem. Right. And you cannot allow yourself to be a trash can. Allow people no. to dump. dump and dump, people, dump, dump, get,
1: and then they'll try to pull the guilt trip on you.
0: Right. Well, I I listen to you.
1: And when you was going through you de- you did. Right. And maybe you were equipped at that time to do that. Right. But right now, what I'm telling you is that I can't carry all you are trying to give me. Right. Right. Because what you're trying to give me may kill me. Right. Right. I, I don't want to get choked on what you're giving me. I can't do it right now. I'm sorry. Right. I can point you in the direction to somebody that may be able to help you right now. I can't do it right
0: now. And I'm learning that. I'm telling you this past couple of weeks has been rough. Right. Literally rough yeah. for me because I just allowed people to, and I just been carrying people's stuff, and we can't we cannot allow that. Now, how long I'm gonna switch it to a lighter note? How long have you been doing hair? Because everybody, and and matter of fact, shout out your business, um um the salon, the salon, and and how long have
1: reflections beauty studio, three twenty two Pearl Street, Dalton, D Town, D Town. <laughs> Um, yeah um i have actually been doing hair since
0: i was 12 but i didn't get licensed until 2015 so is it is doing hair like because i was talking to someone else doing hair is like your passion my passion i
1: love it i i love it and i especially love it when people just sit in my chair and let me do what i do because it's an art it is it's an art like i can look at your face and i know what's gonna fit i know what's gonna work I can take look at your confidence and say, okay, you can rock this, that type of thing. You're my chair. And I pray my clients know when they sit in my chair, I pray. I let them know. I pray. I pray that whatever they that's on them, if it's not for me, God, don't let it stay. Whatever's on me. Don't let it be imparted into them. Also to bless my hands. I dedicate my gift that he's given me back to him to give the people what they asked for. Mm. But I I love it. And since I've been there, um, my clientele has increased. Um, I got some new things I'm trying to work on, Um, but I love it. I love I it. I
0: love when you do the, um, is it the, the locks that when you were doing the video with Dominique and the extension lock extensions. I love to see you do that. And it's like the way you do it, it you make it look easy, but yet it's so complicated. I <laughs> <clears throat> ah, bless the Lord for it. <laughs> I really do
1: because It's a technique. It's a technique. But um, I'm always a student. I'm always going to be a student in everything I'm doing. I never get so big that I can never learn. Okay. so I'm always learning. I'm always looking for classes, Um, giving classes, Um, even with the ladies that I work with. Like I love them because we got two younger girls and then we got me and Constance who, you know, been in the thing for a while. So we all learn from each other, teach each other. But I love what I do. And I'm all I'm going to always be a student. I'm going to always learn something new. I'll never get to the point to where I know everything. And that's what I love
0: about you. I think you did a post and you said you can learn from other people. See, a lot of times when you are doing hair and there's so many different um, salons, some find themselves being competitive when it shouldn't be that way. Because you is there's room for everybody to shine and then you can learn different techniques from different people. I,
1: I let me tell you something. I'm not about to compete. With anybody, if there's something that I can't do, I'm going to ask you if you're not willing to share. If you feel that you got the high, I don't know what else to tell you, but I'll go and I'll figure it out. I'll take a class or whatever, but I'm not going to compete. What's for me is for me. Who God sends to my chair is going to come to my chair. What I'm supposed to make, I'm going to make. Wherever I'm supposed to be, I'm going to be. The competition thing, I just I don't have I don't have I don't see the purpose in it. Right. Like you said, every client chooses who where they want to go. It's their money. Right. <laughs> they go where they want to go. You have some faithful clients. Then you have these people that jump from chair to chair. It's always gonna be. Right. But I'm not gonna get so caught up on, oh, was she doing this? I don't want to tell her what glue I use. Right. What phone wrap I use.
0: Right. It don't matter. Right. I still what I do is what I do. Right. And the other thing, because we're gonna close <laughs> up because I know your stomach is just you know, see, once you start talking, it's easy, right? You you got that flow yeah, going, right? Yeah, yeah. You know how I do. <laughs> but before we wrap up, I want to say anything that you want to any, any words of wisdom you want to impart, like whatever is on your heart, anything that you feel that, May, that that you need to share with the world that somebody may need to hear because like i said god always gives you a word in your belly that's why your stomach starts to ache that's why your stomach that's why you get nervous that's why you like Tori <laughs> sitting on the i said not toy. i know good way. Well, you're not sitting on this floor He's like i'm nervous but sitting see god floor. god always give you a word yeah so what word has god placed in your belly because i know he gave you something i know he gave you it's, something it's still gonna be healed yeah. um
1: We have got to heal from some things, some things that we really have never told anybody. And, you know, God knows all things. He knows everything. And even if we don't speak it, he knows. Mm -hmm. But we got to be willing to heal in everything. And so don't be afraid Mm -hmm. to say I'm hurt. Mm -hmm. I'm disappointed. I need help. Don't battle things alone. Please don't isolate. Because when you isolate, it gives the devil time to play. He'll play with the simplest of things when you know that it's not what it is. You know, um, it causes anxiety. And I'm talking about things that happened to me within less than 24 hours. Mm. (laughs) You know, less than 24 hours, I was battling with these things. But just take the time to heal and truly check on people. Because even though we're smiling, and we look confident. Sometimes we're broken.
0: That's me. You talking. You talking <laughs> directly to me because everything that you just said is everything that I experienced just this week. Wow. Just like I told you prior to going mm-hmm. on on air. That's what I love about Strong Tower. The love is so real. And like I, all I can remember yesterday. I'm trying to get in my car. Trying to get in my car. Like, let me get in my car from around people so I could just be to myself. Miss <laughs> Didi. Tori. Hey, Tori. <laughs> I'm like, hey, was, you, you all right? You good? She's like, you're not good. As soon as she said that, I just bust out crying. Like, you just never know. People, People know. People know. And I just really appreciate y'all. Y'all have no idea. Like, when I'm not able to make it to church mm-hmm. for whatever reason, I feel like I missed something yeah. because yeah. me too. Because when you watch it online, it ain't the same. It's,
1: yeah, and I said that like I can miss a a a Sunday, mm-hmm. and I feel like I missed three Sundays. Right, right. It, it does. But um, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Listen, I know I still got God has a lot of work to do in me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not perfect, but I'm perfectly flawed, and but I'm willing. I'ma always be willing.
0: And that's what I love about you. You constantly learning. <laughs> and Jamel, did you want to say something? You didn't want to say nothing about what's coming up? Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> thank you, Toya, for um, coming out. You know, we. oh, you know what? I might put you on a spot like I did, Shonda, uh, last week. You know you got a voice, right? Did God give you a song? No. You know what? She's <laughs> so not gonna say a little something to you. I know God gave you something. <laughs> Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Nothing. Mm-mm. I ain't got nothing. <laughs> I ain't even got
1: nothing.
0: Well, I'm gonna share something as well. Let me see if my phone will work. <laughs> Y'all know that I do um poetry. So since you won't sing, I'ma see if I can pull up this poem. And I'm going to share because like you were saying the entire time, it's very important that, um, you have the right people around you. And for me, I pay, I, I observe a lot. I pay attention to what people say, whether it is, ver- you know, that it comes out of their mouth. Mm-hmm. I pay attention to your actions and I pay attention what you don't say, mm-hmm. because sometimes your facial expression will say what you want to say. Mm-hmm. So I title, if I can pull it up, I'm going to see if I can pull it up. Um, and if I can't pull it up, that's probably um a reason why. Look at them on live talking about beauty and your brokenness. Let's see. <laughs> Listen, somebody somebody suggested that. <clears throat> yeah,
1: definitely suggest. Okay, go ahead.
0: Poo. While I'm pulling it up, you can go ahead and sing part of it. Go ahead, Toya. While I'm pulling <laughs> up my pulling up my form, go ahead and sing beauty. That is a beautiful Turn song. It up, follow up with him. No, that's a beautiful song. And you say, Yeah. It really is. So you're not going to say, really, Toya? <laughs> you should see your face. <laughs> you're not going to say just a just a note? Do you hear me? Do you hear me? <sighs> okay, Toya. Let me see if I can pull this. Um, Let me see if I can pull it. And I, I think what happened is I logged out and I got to log back in because I want to share. I hope I can pull it up. And the title, because I did this um, this past Saturday, because I do um, spoken word. Okay. And I did this particular piece the other night, And I'm going to see if I can pull it up. So y'all bear with me. We live. (laughs) I tell you. Live.
1: Live, Tori, done got me on this show. A show (laughs) after six months.
0: Yeah, after six months, praise the Lord. After six months. It only took six months. And I'm still trying to... um, Get Miss Quita on as well. And I'm actually gonna pull on Miss Tanya and some other people. Good. So um because like I said, you all have a very positive positive word to share. So let me see. It's telling me my password don't work, so give me just a second. It must not be meant for me to share because it's not taking my password. I'll share it at a later date. But thank you, Toya, so much welcome, for um, coming on the show. And, of course, you know, I'm going to call on you again. Okay. Um, just it's not going to take another six months. It won't. It won't take another six months. Now, the next time I want you to bring your tea and whatever is necessary for it so that you can, you know, have your throat cleared out so you can sing.
1: You supposed to be gone <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: you you definitely Because she has a beautiful voice, that's why I wanted her to sing, you have a beautiful voice, but i let but it I'll let you name mess right now, y'all, I promise you it would well, I'll let you let me see <coughs> give me just a second, um bear with me one moment, it said it sent me a code, but I don't see the code. So I don't know. But you got you got off. I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you slide this time.
1: Well, thank you so much.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna let you slide this time. And then of course, like I said, you um let me see. Send me something. And it gave me a number. Let me see, y'all. Now, if this doesn't work, then that means I'm I'm not supposed to share. But I will eventually share. I want you guys to, um, I think what happened was I logged out earlier today and it's not allowing me to go back in. So, you you were saying something I did not understand what you were saying. So let me see something. Okay. All right, Tori. So you're off the hook. Okay. So I'm going to share, since you won't sing, I'm going to share one of my poems. And I did this the other night. I went to an open mic the other night. So shout out to Miss Tanya, the poet, for inviting me. The title of this particular piece, and I've done it on several occasions, but there's some may be listening that may not have heard this. Like I said, I'm very, um, I pay attention to what people say, mm-hmm. their mannerisms, and things that they don't say. So the title of this particular poem is called Words. Words. Let me tell you about words. Words are spirits wrapped in sound. Words can change a mood from happy to sad, from joy to pain. Words can destroy, especially with the tone and the way they are spoken. Words can lift you up or bring you down. Words can save your soul and bring you closer to the best version of yourself. Words can save you. Wait a minute, I lost my place, y'all. Best version of yourself. Words can tear people apart or bring them closer together. Words can encourage, uplift, and inspire. Words can make you feel like you are not worthy, especially ugly and hateful words spoken by someone you love. Words can have you feeling invincible one minute and then have you feeling invisible the next. Words, there are so many words that can be said, then there are words that need to be left unsaid. Words are necessary to get your point across. Words will let you know when it's time to give up or let go of a person or a situation. Words will also let you know when you've had enough and when it's time to move on. Words can sometimes be unpredictable. Words can sometimes be said with or without a filter. Words can hurt a person, whether it be intentional or unintentional. Words can be spoken through silence. You will be surprised at what you hear from what a person does not say if only you pay attention. Words can change your entire perspective on life. Words can be damaging as well as healing. Words can be powerful or just plain useless. Words. What words are you speaking? Are you choosing your words carefully or are you using words recklessly? Words can speak life or death. I choose my words carefully. I'm very careful of what I say and how I say it. I use words that will push you into your greatness and your destiny. I will speak life into you because I want to see you fulfill your God-given purpose. I believe in using words to manifest what you want in life before you actually have it. You see, I want to see everybody win, even if they don't want the same for me. Remember to use the right words in the right place at the right time. For the right person. Words are everything. It's up to you to choose what words to use. And I'm getting emotional because this past week, um, there were some things that were spoken over me that kind of like mentally, and I'm just being transparent. This past week, there were some words that were spoken over to me that, that kind of destroyed me this week. So that's why I had to take a moment to just breathe. There was something that you said that
1: <clears throat> I am who I am today because God used my mistakes. He worked them for my good. Like no one else ever could. I am who I am today. Because God used my mistakes. He worked them for my good. Like no one else ever could. You are necessary. You're necessary, Tori. Like literally, literally. You said that Earlier in the words and that what that's what came to me y'all i told you my voice was horrible today but necessary like you're necessary and somebody told me that this morning that i was necessary
0: and you are
1: so we are necessary regardless of what somebody somebody else feels yeah or some what somebody else speak whatever their words are we're necessary and absolutely. we're necessary because god said we're
0: necessary absolutely and on that note <laughs> that's a beautiful way to end Oh, yes, we are necessary. And you out there that's listening, know that you are necessary. You are worthy. And I tell people all the time that you may bend, but you won't break. And no matter what you're experiencing in this thing called life, never lose your faith. Your faith may be shaken a little bit, but never lose the faith because God got you. You just got to believe that he got you and trust him with everything in your being. And if you missed the beginning of this podcast, definitely go back and watch the replay. If you would like to be a guest on the Keep the Faith podcast, you can contact me at 843-920-8124. That number again is 843-920-8124. Or you can email me at faithisnecessary.com. Thank you once again, Toya, for coming on. Welcome. Like I said, when I pull on you again, don't let it be another six months. But I look forward to whatever God places on your heart for you to share with the world. We'll do. And those of you, like I said, make sure you share the podcast. Um, if you missed the beginning, go back and watch the replay. Thank you all for watching. And always remember to keep the faith. We out. You guys take care and be blessed.